You're listening to Nostalgia Be Damned. Hello, everybody. My name is Zach. I'm Brandon. A.K.A. DJ Booster. Oh, it's turbo time. It's turbo time. You're listening to Nostalgia Be Damned, the show where we take some of your favorite movies from the 1990s to the mid-2000s, and we look at them objectively, kind of take off those rose-colored glasses you're wearing in regards to these movies, and then we take those glasses, we ship them in a box, and we tell the postman that it's nothing, and then it turns out to be a bomb. <laughs> I want to... Uh... Apologize <laughs> at the top of this episode. This, this is gonna be a lot of terrible Schwarzenegger impressions. Oh, so bad. Dude. Oh man, I feel bad for you listeners. But if you didn't know, for some reason, we're covering 1996's holiday family comedy, Jingle All the Way. It's going to be amazing. Holy shit! This was a movie, man, that I watched a lot as a kid, and I think that was partly because of my dad was really obsessed with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Still is. Why? But it was one of those movies. Oh, we'll get into that. Uh, <laughs> it was one of those movies that he enjoyed watching as well because you know it's got Schwarzenegger in. If there was a Stallone Christmas vehicle that I'm not remembering <laughs> off the top of my head, you, you know, that'd be another one that would have been a perennial classic Is in my Rocky home. Rocky Christmas movie? You know, we don't count it. Adrian! Adrian! But, uh, what's your history with this movie? Because I, I watched this a shit ton as a kid, dude. Dude, this was like one of my favorite Christmas movies growing up. I mean, the idea of Turbo Man to Turbo me Man. was so cool. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. so cool. And... Do you know, for those of us who don't know the general conceit of the film, it's basically about a father who's trying, who's searching for the perfect, you know, the hottest selling Christmas toy at the season for his son. Do you recall a toy that maybe had such hype and popularity as this supposed Turbo Man doll? Dude, we were thinking about it earlier. I can only really think of, like, maybe Game Boys? Yeah, Game Boys. Like, we, we mentioned earlier, like, Furbies, too, were pretty popular. Yeah, but like, I didn't care about those Furbies. those little pet keychains? Remember those little things? That, oh, like, Tamagotchis. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, those are kind of neat. But again, yeah. nothing to this extent that I can ever remember from my childhood anyway. I mean, I would think that my parents would know better than I would what the most popular Christmas sure. toy was at whatever time that I may or may not have gotten it. But I, I just can't for the life of me remember something that, I mean, people were just clamoring for all the time. Yeah. And th- that's the entire movie. The whole movie is fucking white privilege. <laughs> no, but it's it's really all about just like consumerism and wanting that one special toy for Christmas. Yeah. That's the big problem this kid has to face. Yeah. But but anyway, I used to love this movie. I haven't seen it in, oh God, I, I would almost say 10 years probably It's I've since I've seen this movie. Well, I picked this bad boy up on Blu-ray a couple of years ago, uh, full well knowing that it was not a good movie, but a movie that I found entertaining. It's actually a great movie. Uh, there's a lot of drinking games out to this movie you oh, can look up on the internet. I can imagine There's there a are. lot of fun ones. So, uh, right off the bat, man, yeah, this movie is just, it's insane. It's I, fucking there's insane. There's a lot going on, man, and I'll give it credit. What's its runtime? Like 89 minutes? 80, cool 90 doesn't, minutes, dude. Doesn't stop for those for that page master. <laughs> yeah, for exactly. that whole page master of a movie, it really does stop. Let's get into a little bit of the uh, history of Jingle All the Way. It's got a 5.5 on IMDb and a 16% few on Rotten Tomatoes. Yikes, man. It was cost $60 million to make, made $60 million exactly in the U.S., however, <laughs> 129 worldwide, so this was pretty a pretty good. decent uh, hit back in the day. Yeah. It was 22nd for the year in 1996. Now, here are a few other family comedies out at that exact same time, okay? So, we had the 101 Dalmatians, the live-action remake, mm-hmm. uh, Space Jam, which <laughs> you can check out our it first always, episode ever on. I wouldn't recommend it, but... <laughs> We've gotten better. We've gotten a little bit better <laughs> little since bit better, that, yeah. but it always comes back to Space Jam. Oh, it always does. Uh, Jack, do you remember the movie Jack with Robin Williams, where he's like, he grows oh, up as a young God, boy, yes. he's like 40-year-old like looking man, oh, but he's yeah. like 10? 
Yikes. It's by Francis Ford Coppola, the man who did The Godfather. The Godfather. <laughs> Unbelievable, but yes, I do remember Jack. Oh, okay. Holy God. Uh, Muppet Treasure Island. Okay. Okay. Matilda. Homeward Bound 2, Lost in San Francisco. Oh, shit. James and the Giant Peach. D3, The Mighty Ducks. Oh, and D3, dude. Flipper. Wow. <laughs> what a, a year, lot, right? A lot to compete what with that year. year. So this was directed by Brian Levant. Now, this guy's got a career in making fucking just shitty family <laughs> movies for the most part. Uh, so he did Beethoven. He did The Flintstones and The Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas. Of course. He did Snow Dogs, dude. Oh, dude, stay dude. He also did the Ice Cube vehicle, Are We There Yet? <laughs> oh, man. He also did the Jackie Chan family comedy, The Spy Next Door, and the direct-to-video, A Christmas Story 2. Which no one fucking saw, right? <sighs> God damn it, man! Why, why, why give this man money? Why this give- is his his crown jewel, I guess. This is his crown jewel. <laughs> this one right here. So we were talking earlier. You kept asking, like, well, why is Arnold Schwarzenegger in this? Movie? Why is he in this movie? Why, why is he in movies in why general? Do we was another question. Insist on making him a movie star. The guy's got charisma, right? The guy's a charismatic <laughs> actor, and in action vehicles, Predator, Commando, Terminator, he's a fucking you know a home run. Oh yeah, of he's course fantastic. he is. I mean, he's he's a massive human being. Yep. Um, when in these action movies where he probably doesn't have to say much, also very true. It's it's a lot better. But I mean, in or movies he has like, to purposely act like a robot, right? <laughs> uh, but in exactly, but in movies like this where he actually has dialogue and he has to be a relatable suburban father, dude, a mattress salesman, <laughs> a mattress salesman, dude. Let's talk about him being a mattress salesman. That's fucking Who would buy a mattress from Arnold Schwarzenegger? You're going to love this bed. This is a Casper mattress. Uh, you'll sleep perfectly. My back, my legs. I feel like a new man. Me and my wife, we have sex on it all the time. Almost Borat. Borat. I'm sorry. We told you they were going to be bad. But I just don't see Schwarzenegger in comedies. I don't like the comedy movies he's been in. This is technically the fourth comedy he had done in. He did Twins, Kindergarten Cop, and Junior. And this, I think... Dude, you didn't, like, you didn't like Junior? Dude? Not a fan of those, dude. <laughs> Not a fan. I do. There is supposedly a triplets movie coming out, possibly with Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito, and Eddie Murphy. That's been in the talks for quite some time, though. Yikes, dude. <laughs> Before we jump into the plot, though, I just want to give you two uh, kind of alternate casting choices here, okay? One is for the lead, okay? Obviously played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. This has also got a bevy of uh, pretty famous people in there. There's obviously Sinbad, Phil Hartman, Rita Wilson. Mm-hmm. Quite, a, quite a big uh, cast in here, but Tim Allen apparently was going to originally play the character of Arnold Schwarzenegger, which, guess what? It kind of makes sense to be like a normal white suburban dad. You when get I fucking... Was, oh, oh, oh. When I was Tim younger, Allen I used there. to confuse the Santa Claus and Jingle all the way. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you confused Tim Allen and Schwarzenegger. No, just the two movies that <laughs> yeah, they were in, I respectively. Gotcha. And then, uh, interestingly enough, Chris Columbus, who obviously directed Home Alone 1 and 2, he produced this movie, and he wanted Joe Pesci to play Sinbad's character, apparently, but because they looked too strange next to each other, like just the size difference. What? They went Dude, with that, would be, that would have been incredible. You know, there Who was cares. <laughs> Frame it weird. That would have been awesome. Yeah, it would have been funny in my opinion. But whatever. They went with this, and uh, yeah, I'm a fucking uh, mailman. <laughs> you I'm motherfucker, a you. Mailman. You give me that motherfucking dial. <laughs> well, let's get into it, dude. Jingle all the way. So we open on this weird. TV show. It's almost like the Power Rangers, right? It's Turbo Man. He's basically... Uh, what, what would you kind of... Uh, uh, I, he's like... Compare him to, I guess, these days? He's like this mix between Iron Man and... Uh, uh, 
the Flash and yeah, Batman. I'd say the Flash. He doesn't look. His suit he, looks his a lot suit like the looks Flash. Like the yeah. Flash. He's got the gadgets of Batman. Yep. Yeah, like little boomerang shit. And, and then he's kind of and he's got pack. like the charisma of Captain America. He's all of them rolled into I one. I mean, dude. he's he's literally every, almost too cool. No, he's way too cool, dude. He, he's every comic book superhero trope rolled into one. No wonder, dude. He's got everything. He's got a TV show. He's got a cereal. He's got a toy. He's got. Posters, he's a movie, got a movie. I mean, just he's all over the place. It's ridiculous. And he's got a uh, right hand man. It, I think this is like a. It's a. It's a pink fucking pink saber tooth booster dude. Booster dude. Booster dude. He's his right hand man, and then the villain of this show is Dementor. Those guys will come back in later on, but uh, let's introduce our, our kind of our one of our secondary characters here. It's it's little Annie, Anakin Skywalker, aka Jake Lloyd, aka. One of the worst child actors I've ever had Are you an the disprivilege angel? of watching. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> He's the worst. This dude. kid is the worst. Oh, my and, God. And, like, I don't like picking on child actors, but after watching some of the behind the scenes on, like, The Phantom Menace and Jake Lloyd trying to get into character, it's hard not to dislike this kid. Dude, I have no problem making fun of child actors, <laughs> as everybody knows on this, um, because I, I don't necessarily like child actors because I feel like, it, you know. Adult actors are just better. As a rule of law, adult actors are okay. better. Yep. But, I mean, this kid, man, he's he's bad. It is bad. It's he's like he's just really regurgitating bad. lines that they read to him that he immediately says back before he forgets. It's, yeah. And again, the kid's like six or seven in this, so... I mean, it's weird going <sighs> from, like, we just watched Macaulay Culkin a few days ago. Yeah, and he's sleepwalking through that performance, but... Yeah, but he's head still, and shoulders he's above still this little miles shit. above yeah. this kid. This kid sucks, man. But anyway, Jamie... Uh, Jamie. Jamie. Jamie plays Jamie. He's watching this show on TV, and he's gearing up for his karate class graduation here. Meanwhile, we finally get our first look here at Arnold Schwarzenegger, who we mentioned before is a goddamn mattress salesman. Mattress salesman. I can't dude. get over that. This is the weirdest job, but whatever. It's Chris. It's the everybody day is best customer. <laughs> Yo, you're my number one customer. You're my number one customer. So it's the day before Christmas Eve, I guess, and he has a history of kind of letting his son down about not getting to these events. Um, he's not very present in his day to day family. Life. Yeah, dude. He's a workaholic. You know what I mean? Oh, dude. He's married to Tom Hanks' real wife in real life, uh, Rita Wilson. Mm -hmm. And so he's basically trying to get to this karate class graduation on time. Uh, you know, does some you know, some illegal traffic maneuvers and yeah, gets pulled gets over by this cop yeah. who <laughs> just continues to show up in this goddamn movie. He's played by Robert Conrad. Anyway, useless callback every time too. <laughs> it is. Like, it's, it's not just that funny. I don't know why they keep back. Uh, why bring back this cop? So at this graduation, we're also introduced to Phil Hartman, who's this divorcee. He's kind of the talk of the town. He plays Ted, and all the single women want to bone him. Every single one of them, dude. They're all like asking, like, "Hey, Ted, could you come over and swap recipes? Fix my fence? Fuck me." <laughs> <laughs> So Jamie gets his stupid purple belt, which apparently means much more to him than it should. Yeah, he's a nerd. He's absolutely he's a, a nerd. freaking nerd. You're going to bash him. <laughs> I'm not scared of your purple belt. You're still going to get bashed, nerd. So Howard eventually gets to the gymnasium, uh, but it's too late. I missed it. I missed it. I thought I was going to make it. <laughs> These are terrible. <laughs> this is so bad. So bad. <laughs> So he goes back home, and there's this whole scene where he basically tries to convince his son to love him again. Like, sorry I missed your shit, but guess what? I gotta pay for this fucking house, you little dick. Yeah, man. I got. Don't, you don't become the number one mattress salesman in Minnesota. <laughs> 
by coming to karate <laughs> ceremony. Exactly, exactly. And the kid's like, oh, but you missed my blue belt and my black belt and all this other shit. And he's like, they're just belts, Jamie. <laughs> they're just they're fucking just belts. belts. stupid. <laughs> but basically, yeah, he gets him to come around again when he says, you know, like, what can I do to make this up to you? And he's like, guess what, Dad? I want the Turbo Man doll. Apparently, it's the hottest selling toy in America. Everyone's going to get one. My best friend down the road's going to get one. And whoever doesn't get one is a fucking loser, dude. He almost says that. He does say whoever doesn't get one is going to be a real loser. Yeah. Yeah. But he doesn't say fucking, which I think he should have. That probably would have impressed me a little bit more. This is a bad child actor. (laughs) So that night, they're getting ready for bed, and he's chatting with his wife, and she's like, well... You did get the doll, right? And this is the one I, of, I would to, say six reaction shots of Arnold Schwarzenegger do the same, like wide-eyed. What? <laughs> <laughs> Something fucking right out of Looney Tunes. Yeah, he was supposed to get the toy two weeks ago, and he just he straight up lies to his life. Of of course, I got the doll. Yeah, and again, like, is his life that busy? Is his mattress sales Are going that high that, that he yeah. important around the Christmas time that he needs? I can't fucking think what I've got the son. I've got to pick up a doll. I've got to sell these mattresses. I move more mattresses than cocaine. <laughs> the next morning, it's Christmas Eve. The parade, though, dude. The parade is today, and we'll get into that a little later. But because what time is the parade, dude? This day stretches on. Like, it's there, it takes Forever. place in fucking Alaska, dude. It's like 24 hours of daylight here. But we have established it's a Minnesota, dude. It Twin is in Minnesota. Cities. So he tells his wife, oh, yeah, of course I got the D-O-L-L. I'm going to get it at the office, uh, which is weird. I guess he had it sent there, supposedly. But there we go. Boom. That that sets us off because that's really the inciting incident that gets this whole movie going. The rest of this movie is him searching for a fucking toy. So he goes to the toy store. Uh, and they're not open, so he's forced to wait in line. And there he meets, dude, the best fucking character of the no. whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> no. Come on, dude. Ugh, Sinbad. So Sinbad plays this, like, kind of angry stereotypical post office worker. Like, yeah. he's a mailman, right? Yeah, he's a mailman. And this is back in the 90s when everyone was convinced that, like, dude... People at the post office, dude, they'll go postal. Go postal exactly, that's what it all goes. So, I mean, like, of course he's angry. He's a mailman. Yeah, and he's around Christmas. He doesn't have toys for his kids, dude. He's busy. And he also is in desperate search of this Turbo Man doll. So they open the store up at 9 o'clock, and it's a goddamn free-for-all. People yeah. are just throwing people into shelves. <laughs> Everything's collapsing. And what do you know, dude? All the Turbo Men, they're sold out. And then comes my the, the weirdest scene ever where everybody stops to laugh oh at Arnold gosh. Schwarzenegger and Sinbad because they don't have toys. Like, literally, like, it, it dominoes. He's like, hey, they want the Turbo Man. And then they laugh. <laughs> and then they're like, hey, they want the Turbo Man. And then this woman is, is like, hey, everybody, those two are Jesus. looking for Turbo. And the entire store is like, bah! <laughs> Like, it's the funniest fucking joke in the world. It's not funny. It's not funny these are, at all. These are dads in distress. They work hard. One delivers mail, and one is the top mattress salesman in Minnesota. Why are you laughing at me? Uh, this is also Chris Parnell's first performance there. Uh, first appearance in a movie, and anyway. He fucking nailed it. <laughs> dude. crushes it, dude. <laughs> so we get the first of, I would say, probably three or four montages in this movie. It's basically like driving around town montage. Toy store after toy store. He cannot find oh, this the toy. Montages. There's so many montages. 
that I feel like they just needed to fill time or else this would have been a full-length page master. <laughs> so, meanwhile, back at the house, Ted is coming over. We failed to mention that he has this whole exchange with Arnie where he introduces him to this reindeer that he bought his son who he plans to, like, just return to the wild after Christmas, which is actually a really funny bit. <laughs> no, Phil, Hartman Phil Hartman is, is the best part, is far and away yeah, the best part of the movie. He's actually funny in this. And he also drops this, uh, you know, foreshadowing of, you know, I've got this, I've got the Turbo Man doll. I bought it weeks ago. It's nestled safely under my tree. Oh, dude, let's not forget about that as we move forward. Exactly. So, uh, like you said, though, meanwhile, he's kind of hitting on on Liz. He, I don't understand his motivations because he, it seems that he could have any woman on the block. They're but he's all fixated on this woman after him, and he just like the one woman who, like, first of all, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger's wife. You really want to pick a fight with that guy? I <laughs> know. That's the thing. Why is and Ar- why is Arnold? like threatened by phil hartman yeah why is it he's constantly like worried about what phil is doing and it's like dude it's phil hartman you're arnold schwarzenegger i know you don't speak good english but (laughs) come on so he gets into a payphone. he's trying to contact with his wife to let her know like hey i'm still alive but you know i guess to just basically tell i'll be home eventually at some point (laughs) keep the lie going and that's when we get one of my favorite lines from this movie basically phil hartman answers though and is like oh your wife's in the shower you want me to go check and he's like no and he's like oh your wife's cookies are out of this world and Cardi in the middle of this like crowded street yeah. is like put that cookie down now <laughs> uh, it's the fact like what's so funny about it is that he's the furthest thing from a suburban dad it makes no sense yeah. for him to just like i know he has a family in real life i don't i don't know if i ever want to just watch him and dude i really i never really realized it until this movie his english as a second language is an actual barrier dude it it really ruins his performance is it a comedy yeah yeah i mean like it it really it's tough to like get laughs out of him because it it translates from you know just not really being able to speak that well to just like bad lines yeah yeah it doesn't sound good no it doesn't and so this is, I think, the first time this happens, but I would say there are at least three plot points in this movie that happen simply because the characters overhear another character <laughs> saying something at the exact point they need to in order for the story to move along. Because yeah. at this point, they just hear <laughs> fucking him and Sinbad are standing next to each other. One guy literally just runs by into another car and he's like, we've got a whole shipment of Turbo Man coming to the Mall of America or whatever to this store. And he jumps in <laughs> and they're like, oh, let's go, dude. And this is the second time that Arnold Schwarzenegger knocks into this stupid cop. He knocks his bike over. Once again, dude, chuckle after fucking chuckle. Yeah, dude. But for some reason, this doesn't really slow him down that much. We get another montage afterwards, and he gets to the mall, like, right after Sinbad. Yeah. Right after Sinbad. Right after Sinbad. So what the hell is the point of the cut? It literally just for, like, one laugh, and it wasn't funny. Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of not funny, they have this ridiculous ball raffle to give away the Turbo Man. I, they have a couple of them yeah, in stock, so, and so the, instead of just like drawing names or however, you I don't know how you'd go about doing this now. I mean, I in theory, I actually think this is probably a good way to go about it. You have a lottery. Um, you, you hand out the numbered balls, and then you just call the number, and if you have the number, you win. I think it's a good method. It just, like, for whatever reason, doesn't work in this scene. It's a fucking mob, dude. It's a Turbo Man mob. They want that doll. So they throw the balls, and everyone, again, it's a free-for-all. People are beating the shit out of each other, biting each other. At one point... They dog pile on Sinbad at one oh, point. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, there's and a nice just, little Rodney King joke, because yeah, that's, what, that's Rodney... what you want to be reminded of in the mid-90s. No, is mid-90s a Christmas police is you need to be reminded of Rodney King. I mean, dude, that's what everybody wants around Christmas, a, rem- a reminder of our national shame. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, there's a point, I think, where he even mace. Doesn't he mace Arnold Schwarzenegger, too? 
He does. He Jesus. maces Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's ridiculous. And then we have this five-minute scene of him of Arnold chasing this goddamn one rubber ball around, which makes no sense because that doesn't mean he's getting a ball. It's just yeah. one chance. Well, yeah. There are there are dozens of balls like yeah. right behind him. It just it just means that you have an opportunity maybe to get the doll. Just turn around and grab another ball, dude. Ridiculous. Not Arnold. He goes to chase this little girl who gets a hold of the ball. Eventually, ends up in a ball pit and he tries pulling the ball out of the girl's mouth after she puts it in there and all these. Moms come over and start beating the shit out of him. I'm not a pervert. I'm not a pervert. <laughs> well, you kind of look like one, dude. If you're trying <laughs> I mean, to pull a ball on, out of a kid's mouth. But, uh, you know, he keeps rolling with the punches, dude. After the ball pit, he walks out. And wouldn't you know, it's a fucking mall Santa played by Jim Belushi. And thank God, because we were getting around this point, and I was wondering, dude, when am I going to see some freaking stars in this movie? And lo and behold, Jim <laughs> Belushi shows up out of nowhere like magic. Thank God, dude. <laughs> This is like the third movie Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jim Belushi have been in, by the way. I just want to... Are they, like, are they friends? <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. Oh, man. But yeah, he plays kind of like a seedy uh, department store Santa who shows... He's got a little, a, a little like a dwarf elf with him. And the guy shows him a picture of a Turbo Man, you know, that was taken today. He's even holding up the newspaper in the <laughs> shot to prove that it was today. And they basically bring him to this weird counterfeit toy warehouse operation. Yeah, and like everybody, everybody in there is dressed up as Santa Claus. Why yeah. do they need to do this? I don't know. I don't. Are they all department store Santas? It's like a weird like counterfeit operation that's clearly bad, but I don't really very, get it. <laughs> very seedy. So they sell him a wrapped up Turbo Man. But he unwraps it to me and charge him three hundred dollars. Three hundred bones, which is dude. ridiculous. But I know, I know, around Christmas time, parents are willing to do that to get their kids toys, scalping um, toys, dude. Yeah, of course. Um, so he unwraps it, and like the Turbo Man is speaking Spanish. Then he opens the box, and it falls apart. So it's clearly like a counterfeit Turbo Man, dude. He's been conned. Yep. So he does the natural thing and calls them con men. Yeah. And they get really angry. They get so offended by They're this. They're like, what do you mean, con men? Yeah. Like, like, you tried to con me out of money. You are yeah, con literally men. the definition of what I'm calling you. So, naturally, Jim Belushi tries to pick a fight with Arnold Schwarzenegger. What are you doing? I, I don't know, man. My, money, my money's on the boosh. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, there's this whole stupid comedic fight with a bunch of Santas. Oh, my God. And this goes on far too long. But, yeah, it's just basically Arnold Schwarzenegger beating the shit out of Santas. You know what? There's, there's one funny one where he punches. I think it's Vern Troyer, and I'm not being I'm not Troyer. being mean. I really think like I read a IMDb uh, trivia bit there that was that was an uncredited Vern Troyer. I wanted to say it was Vern Troyer, but yep. I was too enthralled in the action. <laughs> <laughs> he does punch him, and Vern Troyer goes like flying across, and just the the aesthetics of it was funny. It is, <laughs> like, it is. Uh, but after yeah, he takes down a few of them. The police break up this whole. They have a sting operation going down. And he somehow convinces the police that he's a detective by holding up a fake toy badge. Again, if we've learned anything from this movie, it's that the police are terrible. Bumbling, dude. <laughs> Bumbling idiots. Terrible. Here. We love our police, by the way. They're really great. So after Arnie leaves here, his car runs out of gas. He winds up pushing it to this diner where he calls back home to see how everything's going. And lo and behold, his goddamn piece of shit son, Jamie, picks up the phone. And, dude, at this point in the movie, like, I get it. Arnold has had some, you know, past misdeeds. He's he's clearly missed some stuff in his kid's life. Yeah. But if I ever spoke to my father like this, especially in 96, dude, this is back when you could slap oh, your kid and get away with it. Yeah. If I'm on the phone with my dad and I'm like, you never keep your promises and you never do it. Like, 
My dad would beat me to death. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, like, do you know what the fuck I do for you? Look at the house you live in. Exactly. It's amazing. What a little shit. You are a fuck. <laughs> but Arnold hangs up. He's all bummed out. And wouldn't you know it, Sinbad's there. I don't know how they keep this running the into each other. the time they've met <laughs> up. happenstance. Just, yeah. I mean, I get it. It's not the biggest city in the world, but come on. Yeah. I mean, it's no Macaulay Culkin running into the Sticky Bandits in New York five the, times, but still, guys. Or the president. It's down the hall. Down the hall. <laughs> Show me your card. Are you from this country? I'll kill you. Oh, man. Uh, so Sinbad and Arnie have a heart-to-heart at the diner there. They're chatting about their pasts. Um, Arnie tells the story about how he built a clubhouse for Jamie, and it was the one time he really felt like a good dad. But then Sinbad tells the story of how he wanted a toy when he was younger, some, like, fake gun, basically the Christmas story Red Rider. And he tells him that because he didn't get it as a kid, and the guy who also lived on his street, his neighbor... His neighbor got the toy that he wanted. He grew up to become a billionaire, and Sinbad grew up to be an angry fucking postal worker. So, <laughs> i.e., if you don't get your kid this toy, he's going to grow up to be an alcoholic. And, and I, I will give it a legitimately funny part in this, <laughs> is when they show what's his fucking Jake face. Lloyd, yeah. Jake Lloyd. In Sinbad's, like postman outfit yeah like it's overgrown on him and he's like here's to you daddy just takes a swig of like whiskey (laughs) it's actually pretty funny Mm -hmm. because he's a bad actor (laughs) so they hear again second time over the radio there just happens to be a, a, a dj contest some sort of local radio contest where if you name all of the reindeer, you can get a Turbo Man doll. Oh shit, dude! And guess what? Uh, he knows all of the reindeer. That's your dancer, Prince of Vixen, Comet Cupid, Donna Blitz, and he keeps repeating it again and again. <laughs> and then they fucking run down to the local station, dude. It's a couple blocks away. I just want to go back. I hate you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I hate myself. Too. Understandable. Okay, yeah. but so they run in, and there's this whole like really drawn out scene with the DJ. Where Arnold Schwarzenegger busts open his door, like shatters the glass. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Give me the toy. Just screaming reindeer names. <laughs> yeah, just guy. screaming this poor guy who plays Gene Parmesan in Arrested Development. Oh, shit, that's right. Yeah. Good pull. Good um, pull. Good pull. Don't know his name, but I know what he plays in Arrested Development. <laughs> um, he, you know, and then Sinbad walks in with uh, what he claims to be a bomb. Yeah, he pulls a package out of his little satchel there yeah and claims that it's a you know homemade explosive device don't you watch the news people send these to each other all the time <laughs> so stupid. really dark <laughs> so stupid and then there's this whole like thing where they're wrestling with it and then it falls down and it just turns out to be a music box d ah and then the dj guy's like wait were you under the impression you were turbo man here in the station like, i just yeah. have a voucher d fuck and a fuck you dude <laughs> so it's almost like this scene didn't need to take place at all right fake news Fake media. Dude. Once again, though, police are here to save the day. Maybe uh, they kind of corner Sinbad and Arnold. And guess what? That same cop dude that we've seen a few times, he's there as well. But Sinbad's got a plan, dude. He does the same thing he just did. <laughs> he pulls he... out another package and claims that it's a bomb. Except guess what, dude? As they're running away, the cop is like, ah, don't worry. I spent 30 years on the bomb squad, which, by the way, retire. Um <laughs> And he goes to open the package, and it actually does explode. It does explode. There's a big, like, boom, a white, you know, flash Fade inside. Fade black the... jingle all the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how it could have ended. But <laughs> instead, it cuts back to him like he's fucking Wiley e. Coyote yeah. standing covered in soot and smoke and like, uh, how yeah, long every, were you on the bomb Every other cop is fine. And if Sinbad, of course, makes the great joke, it really was a bomb? Yeah. This is a sick, sick world. Sick world we live in, man. But seriously, can we stop for a second? This is a fucking kid's Christmas movie. 
We've already had two bomb threats, and one of them was real? <laughs> one of them was <laughs> what real. What the fuck? One of them bombed the police force. It's a dark movie. No, that's dude. the thing. is like, And when he actually like opens the package, he's like, oh, whatever line he gives, he opens the package, and it's this loud boom or whatever. For a good... You, know, you guys have been duped. Yeah, five, ten seconds, you'd think, like, that guy's dead. Yeah. And it's played for laughs. It's... Killing sad. police, dude. Fucking Jesus Christ. different world we live in now today, bud. Yeah, Brian Levant, man. Dark dealer. Dark, dark stuff, man. <laughs> anyway. So Arnie escapes that one, again, unscathed. However, his car, not so lucky. It looks like people have just dismantled the entire thing, taking the, the tires yeah, and everything off of it, stripped it completely. So he has to then get towed home, and on his way inside the house, he notices Ted's inside with his wife, and he's putting his fucking Christmas tree star. That's fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. Up on the tree, dude. That's his thing, dude. That's his tradition. He does that. So he starts getting pissed off, but instead of going inside to confront him, he remembers, you know what? Ted's got a fucking turbo man underneath the tree. I'm going to go steal that thing. By the way, Ted is really trying to lay some pipe. Oh, yeah. He's putting the moves on. Yeah. Hardcore bites. Yeah. I don't think they'll... I don't know if they'd make comedies like this, you know, post-Weinstein scandal. You know what I mean, dude? It's a little little touchy-feely at this point. Yeah. It's still a little weird and kind of creepy. But again, Phil Hartman (laughs) is really funny. So I kind of he like toes the line of like making it still kind of so I laughed so I laughed <laughs> I feel bad but I laughed but I feel bad so Arnie goes inside uh, Phil Hartman's house he finds the toy and as he's on his way out this is I, I would say if you think about like the basic Christmas spirit like what it what you know what the holiday is supposed to mean this movie is completely devoid of everything you sh- you would oh, you would morals, associate with the Christmas are- spirit right like. There's no, there's not even a really a redemptive moment at the end where Arnold realizes what Christmas really means or whatever. It's this moment right here that I think is the one part of it. Like, oh, he finally kind of learns a lesson or he realizes he's been a fucking shitty person. So on his way out, he's looking at the box. He's about to go put it under his own tree. And he looks at it. It says like, to whatever from your loving father. And he's like, what the fuck am I doing? To Johnny from your loving father. Yeah, I'm stealing from a kid on Christmas. Yeah, the morals in this whole movie pretty much go out the window except for two times. This being one of the times. Yeah. I think the second one being the very end. The very end, of course. Um, but it, it really is. I mean, it, there there almost seems like no sort of redeeming qualities in this movie <laughs> no, at all for no, any character. No one's really the, nice or good. The kid's a brat. Yeah. Uh, Phil Hartman's creepy. The dad is, yeah. I mean, granted, he he's puts the toy back, but he's yeah, a workaholic but... and, like, a liar and... It, it, Thinks about stealing from a kid. He's broken multiple laws. Yeah. Sinbad's over here blowing shit up. Like, no one. Who am I rooting for? No one. (laughs) So he goes to try to put the the toy back, but then runs into the goddamn reindeer, uh, who we've been introduced to earlier and clearly has something against Arnold Schwarzenegger. So he starts chasing him through the house. There's this whole little comedic scene. He lights something on fire. It's the head of Balthazar. Balthazar. (laughs) He kicks it out the window, and basically he's caught, like, red-handed. Phil and, you know, Liz come in and they're like, what the hell are you doing, basically? They realize that he was trying to steal this toy because he was a dumbass, and by deadbeat f- dad. And by Phil, you mean Ted, right? I do mean Ted. Okay. It's Phil Hartman. Yeah, Phil I'm Hartman. confusing names. Yeah, that's Keep okay. up. Keep up. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> but yeah, so basically, Liz tells him that, like, you know what? Uh, we're going to the parade. This is pretty much what we do every year and you're never there anyway. So, you know, have a Stay good fucking here, Christmas. Yeah, whatever, yeah. dude. So dude. she leaves. Arnie's. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger really quick just punches the reindeer <laughs> in the face. Not a big deal. Don't worry about it. He punches a reindeer in the face. Move on. How many reindeer do you think he went through? Give me another reindeer. 
have to make this one look good. Arnold, you punched four fucking reindeer today. You punched six reindeers, Arnold. I need another. We don't stop till my hand bleeds. Arnold, it's been bleeding since the first one. We don't stop. This was supposed to be a fake shot. But yeah, no, after he punches this reindeer, which is actually kind of funny, it then cuts to him feeding it like a shit ton of alcohol. He's getting this... Reindeer drunk as shit. Yeah, he's giving it like three beers. Yep. And then he's chilling in the, uh, you know, clubhouse there that he built for Jamie and he's figuring out, you know what, what's there left to do? How can I redeem myself? How can I save Christmas? Where are you, Christmas? Why can't I find you? (laughs) Where are you, Christmas? (laughs) Where are you? But guess what, dude? It's parade time. Fucking parade time. I don't know what time of the day it's been because hours have passed. <laughs> it's still daylight. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't Let's know. Say f- four o'clock. I Whatever mean, time it is, it doesn't make sense. It feels like the sun should be setting. <laughs> but so Arnold kind of comes, uh, resolves, and he's like, you know what? I, I'm not going to let my son down. I'm going to go find a way to get the toy. I'm going to be there for the parade for him. I'm going to spend the time with him in Christmas. So he goes there, and he, for some reason, walks. Oh. <laughs> the cop dude. the cop finds him and you know there's this huge chasing he runs away runs into this warehouse to hide and there he's ambushed by all these people who start putting him into this weird costume oh no man he's he's being mistaken for the guy who's supposed to play turbo man oh, on the no, parade dude. Dude. yeah dude just at one point just say stop i'm not this guy i don't know what you're talking about don't put this costume on me. It takes them a solid five minutes to put him in all the gear. Like, yeah. at no point does he try to stop them. Yeah, like, moving on. If I walked into a building, I didn't know where I was, and people came swarming hey, me. Hey, are you the guy? No. No. And if they start putting on gear and all this shit, they put on a jetpack on the back of me? No, I'm not this. Please stop. Please stop what you're doing. I'm Jing- not the guy. Jingle all the way. <laughs> yeah, cut to black, jingle all the Fade way. To black, jingle he gets all a divorce. The, the kid grows up to become a fucking suicidal postal worker. He becomes worker. Anakin Skywalker. Oh, God. Are you an angel? Ugh. I don't know why that sounded like Kermit. Are you an Are you an angel, Miss B? <laughs> why are there oh, so shit. many songs about rainbows? It's a great song, dude. Rainbow Connection? What's on the Love that song. So Jamie and his buddy are watching from the sidelines, and uh, yeah, the float comes out. It's the big climax of this parade, apparently. I don't know how much money goes into this float or this parade, but holy shit, the theatrics Dude, associated with this thing. a lot of stuff going on. Like, fuck the Macy's Day Parade. I want to go to, what is this, Minnesota? Where am I? <laughs> I think it's Minneapolis. Minneapolis, Minneapolis. Yes, yes. Minneapolis. I said that right. Or St. Paul, dude. Twin Cities. We don't know. Why are these functional superhero costumes, by the way? I don't know. They're, like, <laughs> lethal. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I don't know. It, so there's this whole... Con- it's, it's, conv- it's so convoluted. There's but- this whole exchange where he has to give a toy to a kid in the crowd. Yep. And uh, obviously he picks Jamie. Jamie. <laughs> he knows my name. He knows my name. He also has an Australian an Austrian accent. He has an Austrian accent. Like my dad. And he's only wearing a helmet. Like you can clearly tell it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. But I guess him and his wife of however many years don't recognize him, but whatever. You can tell how well that marriage is going. (laughs) So he picks Jamie out of the crowd. Jamie runs up, and he's like, wow, I finally did it. Like, I finally got this doll. But guess what, dude? Sinbad took the place of the guy who's supposed to be playing Dementor. 
and, and he crashes the parade. And he, tra- he tries to assault Jamie. I would say he comes close to trying to murder Jamie several times. Yeah, at one point they're like climbing up a scaffolding and he's yeah. like trying to grab him. It's dangerous. Yeah, and the police, once again, bumbling assholes are all just like, oh, your son's doing a great job. And Reed yeah, Wilson's like, everybody. Th- my fucking son is not like part of this. It's yeah, not a everybody show. thinks it's an act. So Arnold Schwarzenegger is like fighting these minions who, again, also think it's an act. Yep, yep. Finally gets away. And what does he use, dude? The jetpack. A functioning goddamn jetpack. It's got, and this isn't like one of those like steam powered or water powered no. jetpacks. This is like rockets. <laughs> like Buzz Lightyear would be jealous yeah. of this jetpack. And he goes fucking flying around the city, like around skyscrapers and shit. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Crazy. Um, and we don't have to go through the whole thing. I mean, no, what's left? He falls off the scaffolding. Yeah, he falls off the scaffolding and rescues him. And uh, Jamie, you know, he he finds out that it's it's me, your father. <laughs> and so, you know, everybody's happy. The mom is so turned on. Yeah, understandably and, so. He's and, wearing a fucking spandex suit. Dude. I mean, he looks great. Looks great. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> Jamie is really impressed too. Um, so much so that as Sinbad's being taken away by the cops, finally, um, he he goes over and he gives him the toy. There he is, dude. That's the that's, second. That's moment. the yeah. second moment of Christmas. The only, and arguably, the only redeeming part about this movie in terms of morals. Yeah, but at the same time, though, because then. You think, oh, wow, he's finally learned his lesson. He's giving this up to someone less fortunate. But then he's but like... But, Jamie, I thought you always wanted this toy. Why would I want the toy when I've got the real Turbo Man at home? Oh, so... I have to give this suit back, Jamie, yeah. though. Jamie, that's stupid. You know what I had to go through? Are you fucking kidding me, Jamie? I kill you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, if my kid did this at the end of it, by the end of it, dude... Divorce. Absolutely pulling a Divorce, gun off one of them Divorce, and it is cops. your fault, Jamie. It's your fault. You are the reason Mom and I are not together. Dad? Where are you, Christmas? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are you an angel? <laughs> so, um, and he gets carried away by the crowd. Holy fade shit. To black. Fade to black. Jingle all the way. Uh, but let's not forget the stinger scene, dude. The, oh, this yeah, thing dude, a superhero movie. It's got to have a Marvel stinger. God so there it. at the end, after the credits, he's putting the tree on his... Uh, he's putting the star, rather, on his tree. It's Christmas Eve night. They're getting ready for bed. And his wife's like, you know what? You went through all this trouble to make our son happy for just, like, one toy. I wonder what you got me. Arnold Schwarzenegger on his face. face. Yeah. <gasps> and that was the setup for uh, the sequel, which never came. Never However, came around. it did actually come in 2014 with a directed DVD sequel starring Larry the Cable Guy. <sighs> Jingle all the way to. Oh, no. Is that a stay tuned, Zach? <laughs> Absolutely not. No, absolutely not. <laughs> God damn it. But man, that was Jingle All the Way. Whew. Dude, what are your thoughts? Think, tell me. Uh, Explain. Break it down. I don't know what to break down, man. Like, <laughs> I was never, I, I gotta say, like, I wasn't really bored. It's constantly moving. It's just so stupid. It's really stupid. And Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's just terrible as a as a male comedic lead. Like, mm-hmm. I don't take him seriously as a family man. It just makes no sense that he's even in this situation or why he's a mattress salesman. And for a Christmas movie, it's it's decidedly lacking in Christmas spirit. I will say. Yeah, I. It's. It almost feels like this wasn't released around Christmas because there's nothing really to feel good about other than for like one half hour the dad wasn't super shitty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and you're right. He's he's a terrible comedic lead. He's awful. He can't I like again, I don't want to nail this home. I don't want to sound like jingleistic or anything, 
But the dude can hardly speak English. He can hardly deliver his lines. Yeah, he's, he's a great action star, and he has such a charismatic presence on screen, but... But for your your male lead in like a, a family comedy, he just doesn't. He can't do it. I don't think. One thing I said when we were watching the movie, I think you could have just flipped Phil Hartman and Arnold Schwarzenegger, and this movie suddenly becomes way better. Oh, for sure, like yeah. way better. Like Phil Hartman is the suburban dad. He's a little older, uh, you know, and he's threatened by this hunky foreigner, yeah, who's like macking on his wife and doing all these nice things, and he's a great father, and like he's everything that Phil Hartman yep. wouldn't be, and I feel like. Like if you would just flip these roles, suddenly you have a much more believable and probably funnier movie. For sure. And you can put Joe Pesci back in and there. And you can put <laughs> Joe Pesci back in there. Not that Sinbad was terrible. He's not terrible, but he's also not funny. I love oh. I, Sinbad's a, a hilarious stand-up comic, uh, and he's been in some movies that I find are very funny. This is not one of them. He's, no, he's not funny at all in this movie. No, and you can, t- you can tell he didn't write any of his lines. No, and that's, I mean, the biggest, again, if this was a very funny script, Schwarzenegger could have passed. And the bottom line is the script's pretty fucking terrible. Which is weird because apparently it was so good they stole it. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, there was this whole legal battle uh, where they were going to be sold, for, uh, sued rather for, it was like 19 million or something, eventually got dropped to 1.9. And then because of some date issue of when the first script was secured, the, the whole lawsuit got thrown out. But I think, again, the, the general idea of this, the conceit of this. I think is a relatable and and could be a funny Christmas caper because I feel like every parent has that that experience of going out trying to find that one specific item that they can't find or or they're just trying to find something for their kid and they can't. That's relatable and understandable and I think that could be a funny topic for a kid's movie. One thing I remember from watching this and really I guess the only thing I remember from watching it now that we saw it tonight was that... uh, the only things I remember were the Turbo Man scenes. The scenes, like, in the beginning, and then when he's dressed up as Turbo Man at the end. I thought as a kid that was, like, the coolest way to end the movie. Now it's just, like, it's it's just an hour long of, like, garbage in between that. It kind of yeah. sucks. Um, and it's, you know... It it felt like it was just kind of slapped together, like, I don't care, get it out. Like, people will see it. Arnold Schwarzenegger's in it, they'll see it. Yeah. Um, it's kind of disappointing, because um, I used to love this. I used to love this movie, dude. Yeah. Now, um, eh, not great. <laughs> <laughs> no, what no. Would you, what would you give it? It got a 16, a 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. On, again, man, I, I, it's a family comedy set at Christmas time. I didn't laugh that much. I think there's probably like four or five genuine laughs I got out of it. There is there is a good drinking game in here, and so why I will say it's not completely <laughs> devoid of entertainment, because it's not. I'm going to give it a 25. Like, it, again, it's, it's really a bad movie. It is yeah, a bad it's movie. It's bad. badly written. It's not particularly good-looking either. There's nothing very special. The, some of the special effects are, are, aren't terrible, him flying around at the end and all that bullshit, but Jake Lloyd's fucking terrible as well. So bad, man. Phil Hartman saves this movie from being like a real bottom-of-the-barrel Christmas movie, and again, it has it had potential. The idea is there. The cast is there. It's just, they're all, they're, it's just weird. It's yeah. just so weird. It is strange the way they put it together. Um, I don't usually like to agree with the ratings here. I like to mix it up for our audience a little bit, but I don't. I don't see any any other way where I disagree with you. I'm going to give it a 25 as well. Um, I, I think one of the things that this movie does right is that it didn't really try to be uh, much more than what it was in terms of the fact that it's only 89 minutes long. Had this movie sure. been another 15 minutes, I'd have 
been dying. Been dying, man. <laughs> yeah. Like it's yeah. it it's short. I like you said, I wasn't necessarily bored throughout the whole time. Again, I think our, our viewing experience is a little slanted because we're making jokes the whole time. We're like our own mystery science theater when we're watching. Yeah, some pretty of these much, movies, pretty much. Which kind of you know, we probably should hampers <laughs> the process. Yeah, for the sure. process yeah. a little bit. But at, at the same time we're also like trying to point out things uh objectively to look at. It's like you said, it's not great. Phil Hartman's funny. Um, there's one or two really good laughs, but as a Christmas movie, man, this movie sucks. Right? Yeah, it's, it it's, sucks. There's nothing good to take away from it at all. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'd say about a 25. I, I don't know if I'd give it a 16. Yeah. Because it like 16, we've seen some stinkers, man. Some yes, really we, bad yes, movies. We have. I wouldn't classify this as one of the worst movies we've seen on this podcast. Uh, it's down there, but yeah, yeah. But, but um, it's the worst Christmas movie we've watched so far. Oh, by opinion. far yeah. over this past month, this yeah. is by far the worst Christmas movie. Um, I I hate to even qualify it as a Christmas movie because there's no Christmas message to it at all, other than like buy your kids the buy things your they kids want. things <laughs> buy your kids things early. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, Get that's, your that's shopping the message. Early. It yeah. sucks and try to make their stupid karate class. <laughs> Well, now that we got that garbage out of the way, uh, let's just, I, I wanted to wrap up this episode where it is, you know, the episode that's going to be releasing right before Christmas. Uh, our our last episode this month will will be released after Christmas. We'll still, it's, it's still a holiday-themed movie, but it's, I, I would say Christmas takes a back seat mm-hmm. in the film we're doing, which we'll announce at the end of this episode, but... Some of your favorite Christmas movies, Zach. What do you What do you got? I, I got a, a list right. here of some some good ones. All right, so uh, I'll, I'll count down my bo- my top three. Okay. Okay. So number three, I'm going to say Scrooged. Scrooge, dude, I watched Scrooge for the very first time this year. You liked it, right? I did like dude, it. I did like it. Bill I, Murray's Bill performance. Murray's, yeah, yeah. Bill Murray is great in this. I mean, he's funny. He's Bill Murray. It's, um, but it's it's also. I mean, it's a Christmas Carol. It's it's got a good Christmas message to it. It's just done in a way that I think, as an adult, I can enjoy. Yeah. Um, number two, uh, a Christmas vacation. Oh yeah, National Lampoon's Christmas. And again, when you if you want to talk about like just crude. Yeah. Family comedies, like you can do them right, and this—that's a perfect yeah. example. Christmas vacation perfect. is hilarious, and it's got it. And honestly, towards the end, it's a really good Christmas message yes. because yep. I mean, the whole time he's just like, "I want to give my kids and my family a good Christmas," <laughs> and you fucked it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the end, it, you know, it doesn't really matter. He just realizes like he's with his family, and that's cool. So even a movie like that is exactly. more on point than like. Jingle all the way. For sure. Um, and my number one favorite Christmas movie, dude, of all time is absolutely It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> like, yeah, I dude. love that movie. I watch it every Christmas Eve. Um, it, it's always on, I think, ABC. Uh, that movie, to me, timeless. I mean, it, it's got all these amazing, iconic scenes in it. The journey of that character, to me, is so amazing. He's so selfless the entire movie. And then finally, he just kind of cracks under pressure. And, like, to the point where he's like, I'm going to kill myself. That movie is dark as fuck. Oh, it's a super dark movie. But, I mean, the redemption in it is great. The redemption of the town. The redemption of the character. Zuzu is the worst thing in the world. But (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But, I mean, and, you know, it is a black and white movie. It's an old film. But, I mean, the performances resonate with me. Jimmy Stewart is unbelievable. 
Um, I, I like honestly, Christmas to me isn't Christmas without watching It's a Wonderful Life at least once before the holiday. Watched that for the first time last year. Did you? Really? <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Yeah, I don't know why those oh those God, movies had just escaped me, but. Wow. Uh, yeah, man. So I, I took down a list of some movies here that I enjoy watching around the Christmas season. Some of these aren't great. Mm-hmm. They're just movies that I enjoy watching. So, yeah, it's what, A Christmas Story, probably yeah. one of my favorite movies. You'll watch it on TBS. It's there for 24 fucking hours yeah, on I Christmas mean, they Day. Just, they rerun it. It's, it's, a, that's, Fantastic. it's a classic. Yeah. Uh, Die, I love Die Hard. Lethal Weapon's also a good Christmas movie, yeah. but Die Hard is a great action. I like watching movies that aren't the typical you know christmas right. fair and so i try to find stuff that's out of the box such as silent night deadly night which is a <laughs> terrible film from the early 1980s but a killer santa which was hugely controversial at the yeah. time they banned it from release and stuff and it's kind of developed a cult following you if would, you watch it you would pick a weird dude, movie I, like I, they're so, it's so stupid but i but i really enjoy watching that one Although better uh, watch out the other night when we watched better, better watch, watch out. out that was a great movie. yeah i like those i like those darker christmas movies yeah uh, another one recently was krampus i thought no, I didn't the love it. It was a little goofy. It was a little goofy. However, it was one of those movies that when I stopped to think about it, if you don't put it in the context of a horror film and you think about it like It's a Wonderful Life, because really the only thing that bothered me about that movie was the ending, which I felt was a huge cop out. <laughs> but when you think about it, it's really just the same thing as Scrooge and It's a Wonderful Life about a person who wakes up the next morning and realizes all, you know, it learns a lesson. Like, yeah. I mean, of, that's the point of Krampus, isn't exactly, it? That's right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Beautiful animation. Yeah, of course. Um, let me see here. A couple of other ones. I mean, yeah, the first Home Alone, obviously great. Uh, the Muppet Christmas Carol, I love a lot. Michael Caine's in that. Yeah. Really good. Go is another movie that no one ever talks about. It's set at Christmas time. <laughs> but it's a pretty but it's a pretty good movie. Good. I wouldn't call it a Christmas movie at all, but it's pretty good. And then my last couple ones, uh, Elf, Bad Santa. The Polar Express, I really find, I like a lot. My God. I know, dude. Well, I feel like an idiot only giving my top three. Yeah, get out of here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we recently watched, what, The Night Before and... That was... Oh, Harold and Kumar, Harold dude. And Kumar, <laughs> Which, my God, that was an experience. <laughs> I had never seen it. Oh, and, like, I would feel a little bad I didn't go see it in 3D now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's no, ridiculous. You should. <laughs> but, yeah, man, those are some of the movies I, I enjoy watching on Christmas. There's, mm-hmm. there's so many good ones. Let us know. Send us an email, actually, if you have a favorite Christmas movie that you like watching yeah. that we didn't mention. Yeah, and just because Christmas is coming to a close doesn't mean we won't watch some of these Christmas movies later down the road because... Uh, obviously, so many of them are just good movies all the way around yeah. all year. Yeah. So, uh, but that's a good list, man. <laughs> there's a lot of good Christmas movies out there and some really bad ones. Yeah, well, there's one I specifically left off the list that I would have mentioned as one of my favorites, but uh, we're going to be covering it next week. Now, next week's episode, it was a real conundrum trying to figure out, trying oh, to man, select which tough, movie yeah. to pick because well, we had we narrowed it down to to the Santa Claus and Jack Frost. And the problem with Jack Frost is we know Jack Frost is a bad movie, it's man. Bad. It's really bad. Yep. I mean, you don't want to listen to us just shitting on Jack Frost because we don't really want to sit here and just <laughs> shit on Jack Frost. Um, and then Santa Claus, we were going to do Santa Claus, and I thought that would have been a really good one because yeah. a lot of people love they do the love Santa that Claus. Movie. Um but Honest Trailers just did the Santa Claus. They did. And it wasn't that we thought we couldn't do one, you know, after that. They actually just covered Jumanji, which was actually kind of funny to listen yeah, to. Yeah, that was funny. But, but, but I, I don't know. I just feel kind of weird watching them and hearing all their jokes. And I, it would feel, I feel disingenuous like we were, to go into like it. I feel like we were going to recycle a yeah, lot of I didn't things want to do that. that they said. So we kind of nixed that. Maybe we'll do it sometime down the road. But for now, we just thought it would probably be a better idea to skip it. So after <laughs> – I just so after – I, I mean, like, honestly, guys, days of debating. Days of debating. I finally convinced Zach to uh, tackle a movie that I've been wa- 
wanted to cover for a while now, and it's set at Christmas time. It's not a very Christmassy movie, no. but I'm so happy we're covering it because by the time this comes out, Christmas will have come and gone it anyway. All right, you know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Here we go. It's 2000s reindeer games. Oh, Zach, you've never seen Christmas. this movie? No, I've never Holy seen Holy shit, games. dude! This is... I saw the trailer oh. the other day, though, man. I can't <laughs> wait to not love this movie. Oh, like, ben I'm Affleck, hate it. Charlize Theron, Gary Sinise, dude. It's a rogues gallery <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not i mean i'm not gonna say i'm not excited because oh. i kind of am excited but at the same time god damn it i yeah, hate you guaranteed man. it's I a bad you. movie but it's gonna be fun as fuck yeah so reindeer games next week check that out be sure to uh like subscribe comment please write us a review on itunes that really helps us out the most mm-hmm. um and yeah just please get shoot us an email nostalgia be damned pod at gmail.com any suggestions any questions yeah and as brandon said you can check us out and review on itunes iTunes. Again, that helps us out. You can also check us out at nbd.podbean.com, our original hosted site, and you can leave a comment there if you want or share there if you want. It's all up to you. Uh, We're also on a couple other podcasting applications as well, so check us out there if you haven't found a way to check us out already. Um, Let's go ahead and just check this out here. Um, Actually, a really convenient ad here today, Brandon. Um, We're talking about the hottest toys uh, you know, for Christmas for kids, I happen to have an ad for the hottest toy on the shelves this year. Okay, hit yes. me with it, dude. So, uh, th- I mean, these are fascinating. So, these are actually called Mogways. Um, Mogways are a little sort of uh, pet that you can take home with you. Actually, live pets. They're very cheap. They're all the rage in China right now. Oh, okay. Um, okay. They're very cool looking. They're very cuddly and cute. I'm probably going to pick one up, honestly, if I can find one. Um, they're selling fast. They do come with a couple rules. Uh, no bright lights. Um, their eyes are a little sensitive, so you can't get them there. Do not get them wet either, which is you know going to be hard for a couple people up here living in the Northeast with a lot sure. of snow. So and- you can't let them drink water or anything no 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 none of that okay so they don't drink water and you can't bring them out into just general sunlight yeah which kind of makes them ideal like stay-at-home pets you know you don't have to take care of them a lot sure and also uh never and this one is underlined never feed them after midnight no matter how much they're begging um so which is a little weird Um, very strange i guess but i guess it's all about maintenance you know you don't want to take care of an animal after midnight because these are kids toys right yeah the worst thing is trying to clean shit out of fur yeah absolutely but mogways um those are cool man i might pick one up all right so no sunlight can't feed them after midnight Mm -hmm. and just make sure they don't get wet yeah sounds pretty easy to me yeah i i can follow those rules if I can make sure that women don't get wet, I can make sure Mogwai does, right? <laughs> I need a new host right now. I guess thanks, everybody, for listening to Nostalgia Be Damned. I am ashamed of myself. You should be. That's going to do it for us. Tune in next week, dude, for Reindeer Games. Have a good one. Jamie! Jamie!